0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this this is After 9 with
0: Scott and Kat. Hey now! Hi, friends! How are are you? Good, thank you. Did you make any decisions on the tattoo from our conversation on the radio today?
1: (laughs) Or is it too soon? No,
0: I haven't made it. It's like I told you. I've t- okay,
1: so guys, rewind to the show in case you missed our radio show today. We were ta- tattoos got brought up more than one on more than one occasion, so I feel like it was meant to be. But anyway, we're talking about tattoos. Would you? Could you? Would you let this person give you a tattoo? Blah. But then I mentioned I was considering getting a tattoo for like eight years on my wrist. Like that's where I want it. Like I picture it right here on my left wrist, and I know roughly what I want, but I haven't got it because I keep thinking about. Will I regret it? Like down the line, if I if I get to be an old shriveled lady, which hopefully one day I do, get that to be that that blessed, is that going to look dumb? Probably. Will I care by then? I don't know. I overthink these things, Scott. And I think myself out of it. And are you
0: afraid of a saggy
1: wrist? Is that what it is? <laughs> well, we all know how it works with skin. You lose elasticity over time. It happens no matter what, unless you get like wrist lifts. Or something like that. Of course, your skin's always looser everywhere around your body. Your skin's going to be loose, Scott. As you're you become an old man, it gets looser.
0: It's oh, looser. it's getting loose now. Yeah, like yeah, it, it happens. It but happens. I don't put tats in the loose parts. See, so you thought about that. But I don't think a wrist gets loose, though, does it? You don't think I it's going to be that bad? I no. think if you, I think if you maintain your forearm strength <laughs> into old ladyhood, <laughs> what do I got to grab those
1: grippers, like yeah, those, yeah, those yeah, exercise
0: yeah. grippers? <laughs> There's all kinds of yeah. things you can do. Okay, just grip something and rip and. <laughs> And I feel like if you do that, you'll be good. And I okay. think that's a perfect spot for it. I'm excited for you.
1: Okay. So, yeah. So I am considering it. And okay. this this conversation, I don't know. I, th- I think the only thing Octavia, our, our producer, was mentioning, well, yeah, but you twist your wrist so often that sometimes that's what could screw it up. It's not necessarily the wrinklage. It's twisting your wrist. But I don't know. But again, I to go back to, will I even care by that? Like when I'm a 70-year-old woman, will I look down and be like, I shouldn't have fucking done it? Well, not that (laughs) a 70-year-old sound like that. My God, my parents are close to 70. They don't sound like that. But, you know, I don't want to be like, "Uh, you know, that was a mistake. I think
0: once you get that one on your wrist, you'll be making uh, an appointment for another one somewhere else. And then an appointment for more. I think you're. They going to love do it. say
1: people get addicted, don't they?
0: I find them very addictive. You
1: do. You have an addictive personality, though, don't you? I do.
0: If I try something it, new, I get right into it, and you go
1: full blown. You're. That's it. Yeah.
0: That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So in your case, though, I think that if you just do it, I mean, you're on eight years of indecision at this point. Oh,
1: it's, like it's bad, but t- that sums me up. Like as a Gemini and as a human, just as a person, <laughs> I am eight years, and I'm still I, t- not it sure. It takes me forever to make a decision. That's usually me. So one, this permanent takes me even longer. And I know at the end of the day, I probably, it'll probably be fine, but I just overthink it. I just overthink things. That's me. Mm.
0: Well, I, uh, I wish you luck in in your indecision. Is this a hundred percent your decision or do you want to talk to the kids about it? Like, Hey, would it be okay with you if mommy looks like a biker? Uh, (laughs) Like, would would I you talk like a, to your husband about, hey, what if I get all inked up? Or is yeah. this just, you're going to do it you know, for you? You
1: know what's so funny is if he had gotten ink ever, because he has nothing, zero. If he had gotten it, I probably would have been more likely to get it earlier. I tried to convince him in Vegas, let's go get it. And then we just, he was just like, oh, I don't know.
0: Hmm. Hmm. I think, uh, I'm curious to see where this goes. Yeah. I don't care either way. I just think it's kind of fun watching the indecision because I understand the the permanence of it but even now it's not even that permanent there's a lot of places that do tattoo removal see, it's not cheap but they do it if wanna, you really hate it
1: i don't want to be think see that's like thinking about divorce while you're about to get married like i don't want to think about that either like i know there's options but it doesn't mean that i want to think about those <laughs>
0: options <laughs> all right well uh, good luck in your decision making process and thank you to everybody who texted in suggestions yes, today appreciate yes always and there's
1: They shared their tattoos with us, which I feel like sometimes it's a very personal thing. One person got the the signature of their brother who had passed away. Like, oh, you guys were making me cry this morning with some of your texts. They're so – I love the sentimental ones. That's what I'm going for with this one.
0: Somebody told me they got uh, on each one of their wrists the handprint of their children. So okay, yeah. left hand is one kid, right hand is another kid, okay. just their fingerprints. All right, very cool. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. So many different ideas out there that you could do. Just make sure you go to a good tattoo artist if you're going to get one done. Uh, lots to get to today. Let's start off with this. The European company that's planning on building the spa and water park at Ontario Place in Toronto says it was always meant to be a place for active fun, mm-hmm. not just naturalistic parks. What is it? Verma, Verma, T H E R M E is the name of the company. Verma has released an updated design to try and shut up the people that are whining about this. <laughs> you think that's why they did it? Like, here, it's going to look nice. See, well, I, this is the way it looks to me. <laughs> so, they keep asking Olivia Chow, "Hey, what about Ontario Place?" And they're changing the plans around, and she just blows off the question. She doesn't want to talk about it because she doesn't want it. But here's the thing: I know. We are afraid of change in this province. But I think that on grand opening day, when this new thing is done at Ontario Place, it's going to be beautiful and it's going to be something we can all be proud of. So they've released the revised plans. The Austrian-based resort company says the new design includes close to 16 acres of public space. The building itself has been shrunk by 25%, again, to shut up the whiners. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to redevelop Ontario Place with the, the new Verma facility, a new Live Nation concert venue, kind of like Budweiser Stage, a relocated Ontario Science Centre, as well as public space and beaches. What more do we want from the waterfront? That's everything we've always said we want on the waterfront. Parks, trails, beaches, and then a nice place to go and get a drink or get a a facial or a mani-pedi, whatever you want to do. You can launch your boat there. It's going to be great. I don't know why people are upset about this. We're finally using Lake Ontario Shores in Toronto for what they were intended for. Are people sincerely looking at the space
1: that's there now Over the summer, you probably passed it by lots of time. If you were heading downtown, maybe you live near downtown. Had someone sincerely looked at it and been like, I think it's good as it is. Like, it's not good. It looks like shit. There's basically tumbleweeds flying through old parking lots that look incredibly terrible. Uh, It's about darn time. And I'm excited that we are seeing these plans. Is it going to take forever to build and, and, and all that stuff? Yes, probably. But it makes me, okay, and I know that this is what they're going for here. For people in the city, it's great. For people not in the city and i don't live in the city could i see myself going there to hang out maybe visit the science center that's there and then know that i can also hang out by the beach there's probably gonna be food trucks parked up there now and again like it's gonna be a whole thing right there's Uh restaurants and like you said there's a spa and all these things
0: underground parking
1: i'm more likely to go there Yeah. Probably. You know what I mean? There's nothing
0: there now. We've got a Cinesphere that's going to roll into the lake at some point and probably take out a porter plane.
1: Does all of that stuff, is all of that stuff staying as it is, by the way, um, in terms of what's the center that we, we've been there for events and stuff like that too. My cousin got married there. What the heck is the name of it? It's beautiful. The Atlantis.
0: Atlantis, yes. Are they
1: keeping that as is? Everything there stays?
0: Good question. I actually don't know. I was actually looking at the plans for the spa and I thought it actually looks quite beautiful. It's a spa resort. Like go spend the night in Toronto or maybe you're over at Hotel X across the street or something like that. You can wander down, lay on the beach and get a a massage or a facial or something like that. Great cities have shit like this. I don't understand why people are so opposed to having this, but I know that once it's built... People are going to be like, "Oh, yeah, that's great. Should have been like that all the time." It, it, it's just opposition now for the sake of opposing. It's a change, right?
1: It's a change that people don't like. We've said this before, and it's it's the same thing. It's it's just when people see change, they automatically want to have their guard up. I think it's great. Sign Center being moved. I think that's fine too. I know there's some people who really hate it. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm good I, with the change, but I'm not the type that likes to sit in one spot and and be like everything as it always was. Things change. Shit changes and something has to be changed when you look at that like i said
0: there's no way you're thinking it should just stay like this deserted area nobody cares about it. It looks like shit it does look like shit it and, does. and you know what i mean the current science center i don't know why you guys are fighting so hard to keep it where it is in the middle of fucking yeah. nowhere not accessible at all for people from the west end it's uh last time i was there it was kind of dingy it was kind of dirty wasn't yeah. that great? It's not a modern facility like you'd expect from a science center. No. So when they relocate it to Ontario Place, it's going to be a much nicer place and probably much more current and contemporary and informative. There is no reason to oppose this other than... Oh, and by the way, yeah, we're going to spend some government money to develop the area, and we need to because it's a tourist draw. But this their ma company that's putting in the spa is paying a lot of money every year in rent just to be there and have mm-hmm. that. And you know what? Just like with, uh, maybe you want to rent out your basement. If you don't like the fucking people, just say, well, we got to move our family in. You got to get out. We can evict them. Fuck them. If, if they don't do a very good <laughs> job, we'll just tell them to get lost. Right. This is a solvable problem here, everybody. There's no need to worry about this. I think it's going to be just fine. Um... We'll do this one quickly. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, even though I know there's a lot of people who want to take a victory lap on this for some reason. But yesterday, it got reported by... I'm trying to remember which news outlet it was. was Like the Western Signal or the Western Beacon or something like that. Uh, Real good reporters. I followed them on Twitter, and they've often got stories that you won't see on CBC or any of the other big networks. Uh, They reported that the finance minister and deputy prime minister... An avid cycling enthusiast, Christian Freeland, was caught going pretty fast driving through Alberta. In fact, she got a $273 fine for going 132 kilometers an hour between Grand Prairie and Peace River. A rep for Freeland says she is remorseful and paid the fine. Listen, unless you have never in your life gone over the limit, there's really no reason to harp on this particular one. I don't really like the lady that much anymore, but this is not something we make a big deal out of. But what I'm wondering about this story is when did we start reporting on who got speeding tickets?
1: Yeah, it's, this seems like it's just, obviously they're trying to make her look bad for whatever reason. It's it's all, it's it's politics, right? It's one of the things with being in politics. Should you speed? No. But when I heard that, story, especially now knowing that it was at a 110 kilometer area.
0: Possibly. Their Possibly. speed limits are 110, but okay. we don't know if she was on one of those Look, roads.
1: I'm not saying, I'm not here being like, speeding's fine. Everyone should speed. Who fucking hasn't done like 130, even in 100? hmm Like, it's, it's not that, if it was a DUI, different story. Like, yep. wow, shame on you. Well, that's criminal. There should be repercussions. Absolutely. Bad. But she paid her fine. She's like anybody else. She's human too. I don't know why we need to give a
0: shit. Listen, there's two ways we can go with this. We can either maintain the status quo, and if you get a ticket, you've got your option, you can pay the fine or you can fight it in court, and that's the end of it. Or we can go all in and go public on it. I have a feeling that if the public would like it to be known to the public who's getting speeding tickets, we're not going to have enough space on the internet to publish it all. They give away thousands of tickets a day. Do we need to know which ones of our politicians are speeding I really don't think so, guys. This is, uh, I I get it. This is just after she tried to claim, oh, I don't even have a car. When she does have a car, she's got, in fact, a taxpayer-funded car with a driver. This is why I'm not sure whose car she was driving here because she said she doesn't have a car. She's also said she takes transit and rides her bike when she has to go places. Clearly, unless she was doing 132 on a bike, which would be very impressive if she was. That's why this story is a little ironic. But the fact that she was speeding, who gives a shit?
1: Honestly, even then, like going, but we all, even people who take transit often, right? Who do take transit, who do, do, they'll still need to drive. Was she driving for personal reasons? Was she driving because it would have taken her nine more hours to take a bus? Then who gives a shit? Again, I go back to even that. And
0: why do we need to give a shit? Like, leave it alone. I want to see the driver's abstract of all members of parliament.
1: Honest. Well, this is the this thing, This should be a right? new thing.
0: There's other things we need to be focusing on. This is just not one of them. Who in Doug Ford's office has had a, a speeding ticket? This is why I could never be a, <laughs> in
1: politics. Ever. <laughs> I don't need me under a microscope because I fucking, I don't know, whatever. I, I took too long to to turn left at a re- light. Like, fuck off. Like, it, they're too nitpicky. It's, it's irritating.
0: Listen, criminal is criminal. Speeding is below stunt driving threshold is not criminal this doesn't need to be reported and and i'm going to warn you if you want to be one of those people that goes running around spreading this story all oh, the finance ministers are maniac it's the front page of like three different newspapers oh, i'd today. love to
1: have a conversation with someone who thinks it's outrageous and she should be fired or something I I'd, just, lo- I'd love to converse with that actually i wouldn't because there's not a lot of brain cells there to talk to but I, I just can't stand those people. Like, what? leave it a fucking alone. I don't care who she is or what party she's from or who, who it might be. Like, leave it alone. If we're talking about a drunk driving situation, totally different. If we're talking about uh, hit and run, totally different. Who fucking cares? Like, why do you fucking care? Go, go live your life. And to the person who wrote that article, yes, I'm talking to you too. Find something else to write about.
0: I just don't know how they got that information. Speeding. That's not publicly available,
1: is it? That was probably like, well, there's maybe there's also a reason why the cop decided to actually charge her because some people would let someone go in that scenario.
0: Yeah. Imagine that. You jammed the deputy prime minister with a speeding ticket. I imagine that was not just an automatic. You probably had to stop and think about, it. maybe even call that in. Hey, got the finance minister here. She's doing a yeah. buck thirty-two on the highway. Are we charging her or letting her go with the warning? In any case, I don't think it's as big a deal as some are making it out to be. Uh some will make a big deal out of this though. The uh <laughs> Remember the green belt deal that we had here and, and it turned out that some, some developers actually just told the chief of staff to the housing minister, uh, free up that land there because we want to build there and, and we have uh, we own some land there or we can buy some more. Now he has stepped down. He has quit his job. Is that over then? Is it over? Or does this continue on? The uh-huh. RCMP has been called in to investigate now because the OPP said they wanted to avoid a perceived conflict of interest uh, yeah, The guy lost his job over it, he, I don't think, is going to be charged. But if he is charged, then this becomes a story again. Either way, uh, yeah, he's gone. Do you care at all about the debate that's happening tonight in America? What is the debate about? So in America, what they do is they have primaries. And the primaries are all the candidates for a political party go to all the different states and they vote. And, and you get a certain number of points for each state and how well you do in that state, whoever's got the most points at the end is the nominee. Now, Donald Trump is by far and away the leading candidate. He is out to a lead that nobody can probably catch. So tonight, the Republican candidates are going to debate, and Trump has said, fuck it, I'm not even going. He's not even going. In fact, tonight, he's doing an interview with Tucker Carlson that's going to air at the exact same time as the debate is airing.
1: Is he not going because he thinks he has it in the bag so this is useless for him to do or is he not going because there's other shit as everybody knows going on in his life right now?
0: Yeah, he's being charged tomorrow. He's got a report. They're going to make him pay a $200,000 bond. Get the fuck out of here. The guy's clearly not going anywhere. He's been indicted three times in four months and he hasn't fled for those. He's not going to flee for this one. I just want to take his money. He's a former president. Let the guy go on his own recognizance. He doesn't need to pay a bond. Like this is just fueling the fire that this is nothing more than a witch hunt. But uh, no, he's not going. Because, and I don't blame him. Everybody's going to watch what he's on. And even though they'll tune in because Trump will be on TV, they're going to see Ron DeSantis and they're going to see all Nikki Haley and, and Chris Christie and all these other candidates. And, and the worry is that people will see some of those other people and start thinking, oh, well, I kind of like them too. Well, maybe I'll consider voting for them. It's a stupid idea to even go. Some are saying he's not going because he's afraid. Uh, personally, I don't know why he would go anyway. It's months and months and months out from when they start voting but if you're a a Trump fan you're welcome to watch Tucker Carlson tonight if you're not a Trump fan but a Republican that debate is on Diddy is getting ready to release a new album and we haven't said that in about 16 Hmm. 17 years I know he's
1: he goes by love I think he goes by love now I can't I can't keep track but he wanted to go by love for the last little while and uh First solo album in 17 years. Because you do you remember
0: Diddy Dirty Money? I do. He, yeah. I feel like he should have just kept da- Puff Daddy or, or when he switched it once to Diddy. He should have just stayed with it. Constantly changing it is confusing. He, mm-hmm. In fact, this morning I thought, okay, well maybe we'll play some old Diddy. It's hard because we've got songs under Puff Daddy. We've got <laughs> songs under Diddy. We've got songs under Diddy Dirty Money. P. Songs Diddy. under Love. P. Diddy. It's impossible to find his music in a radio station. Puffy.
1: I mean, you name it. Um, he And by the way, he has addressed that before. If I'm not mistaken, it was like Carpool Karaoke or something like that that I was watching he was on. And he did address why he changes it so much. And he, it's just as you would imagine. He does it based on where he is in life and his mood. He's totally okay with people addressing him as any of his previous names, though. So you could seriously say Puffy. Puff Daddy, uh, P. Diddy, any of them. And he's not offended. We know that much. It's not like, call me this and nothing else. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not like that for him. Just right now, he just feels love. So the album is called The Love Album, Off The Grid. But in promoting it, this is where I got kind of excited. Because I say solo album, but he's not going to be alone here, it seems. Because he posted this video with a bunch of people in his studio. And by the way, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. You can, I'm sure you can find it. You know people are with keeping videos that people have done on TikTok and stuff on YouTube and shit. Look up his studio at his own house, a mansion, villa, whatever you will. He's got a massive place. His studio is incredible. So he brought in all these artists and he's got a video of it. Justin Bieber is in the video. He's like coaching Justin Bieber too, which is adorable. And I can't tell how long ago this was. It looks like it was a long time ago that Justin Bieber recorded whatever he recorded here. Mary J. Blige was another one. Let's see The Weeknd, Sway Lee, French Montana. I love French Montana, so underrated, uh, and DJ Khaled, and more. There's more in there.
0: French so, Montana is that the one whose beer I drank when we were at the docks? Yeah, Oh, yeah. Good. <laughs> I owe him a beer next time I see him.
1: <laughs> Surprisingly, his team didn't completely beat us up. Uh, I really that, wanted a
0: beer, and he I had a whole bucket you. full of them. Actually, and,
1: I kind of dared you to, and, into that, didn't I? Cats an antagonist, and I can't
0: control myself <laughs> when I've already had well, a couple. To
1: be fair, I don't even. I don't know if he. I don't think he did notice because there was so. He had so much. He had barrels of beer.
0: He didn't give a shit. I don't think he cares. Yeah, you want a beer? Go ahead and have a beer. Play my record on the radio and I'll like you.
1: He was nice. Um, Anyway, so all these artists are apparently in on this album. or That's what he's making it seem. I don't know why he would even post a video with all these artists in the studio if they weren't, right? So it's I don't know. It's exciting. Diddy's got a good ear for things. He's been behind a lot of different groups and a lot of different songs and a lot of different albums. Um, So this is the first one just for him in a long time.
0: One of the greatest quotes in hip-hop is from, I would say, business-wise, his arch-rival, Jay-Z. Jay-Z once said, beautifully, I'm not a businessman. I am a businessman.
1: Yeah, it's in his song.
0: And and that's great. That's exactly it. But if you want to talk about making yourself a business and a brand, I don't think even Jay-Z has done it as well as Diddy has. Diddy made so much money as a producer. Put out a little bit of his own music, which was wildly popular. He started the Sean John brand. He's got Ciroc. He's got the list goes on and on and on of he's all a the different businesses. Like,
1: I mean, he's a billionaire.
0: But he never gets any credit for that. And I feel like that's just because he likes it, to lay low.
1: He does. You're right. He's always behind a lot of things. And he's happy to pump other people up, too, which I think is pretty cool about him.
0: So let me ask you. You've got a pretty budding publicity career going, <laughs> Ms. TikTok. If you needed a personal manager and you had your choice, someone to manage your business and affairs,
1: what? I wouldn't. Diddy. (laughs) I wouldn't keep them busy enough. But okay.
0: (laughs) Diddy or Jay Z, who are you picking? You can have either one of them is willing to manage you and your TikTok career. Who's doing it?
1: Oh my gosh! Imagine they even gave a shit enough to to consider it. Um, yeah, I might go Diddy actually.
0: I think he's a smart one.
1: Not that I would go against Jay Z in any way, shape, or form, but um i do like diddy and i think he is smart he knows how to manage people in music specifically of course but he but he's done so many other things and you're right like the clothing brand like that's a he is a businessman as well he really is is through and through people don't
0: think of it like that but he is how much fucking money did he make for those uber one commercials probably millions they're
1: still airing them and they made them a while back
0: and they're good too they're still relevant
1: yeah um it's rock i mean fuck don't get me started
0: starbucks has announced their fall lineup is hitting stores tomorrow
1: guys it's PSL season this year already that's kind of crazy I'm not um although it felt if guys it feels like fall out there right now it's not a nice day today
0: as we record it is 17 degrees and pouring yeah. rain in southern Ontario so
1: it kind of does feel like fall so I get that I don't mind okay I'll be honest here I love Starbucks I'm a Starbucks person PSL is not my go-to ever no never it, What it's even PSL season prime season uh I don't do a lot of flavored lattes and things like that, though, that said, but I know for a lot of people, pumpkin spice is life.
0: I had a PSL thing going for a while there when they first came out, which as it turns out is 20 years ago. I can't that, believe they took 20 years. 2003, they started serving these That's fucking insane. things. So when they first came out, I was into it. It's like, oh yeah, these are great. And then I started noticing, oh shit, those are pretty sweet. Okay, maybe I better just cut it back to like one or two a month or one or two a season. And that was back when PSL season really only lasted for three or four weeks. Now it's basically an entire season. Then I cut it back to, okay, one a year. Now I've cut it back to one tall per year. Smallest size possible. Just to say I did, I can't drink too many of them. Although I am interested in their new drinks. They've got a whole new line. Two drinks coming out starting tomorrow. Uh, The new Iced Pumpkin Cream. Chai tea latte, mm. a pumpkin tea latte. Interesting. And an iced apple crisp oat shaken espresso. Okay. I'm trying to wrap my mind around what the fuck all that means. I <laughs> don't know.
1: <laughs> so the oat one. So that would be for those who are not on the the dairy, right? That, There's yeah, nothing I, in there that's dairy?
0: That's right. That's okay, right. Cool. Apple oat Apple crisp oat shaken espresso. So it's a cold drink, right? It's iced. Yeah. All right. That's the, fine.
1: And that's good for now, I suppose. If it's still because it's still going to be warm for a while. Some people aren't into the hot drinks. If it, it has to be cold for them to have the hot drinks, so that's good.
0: They say they're also bringing back some fan favorites like the pumpkin cream cold brew. Uh-huh. The apple crisp oat macchiato, the pumpkin cream cheese muffin if you get those warm. You won the day. You won the lottery if you get a warm muffin with pumpkin spice and cream cheese from Starbucks. And they're also bringing back the Fox sugar cookies as well.
1: Tim Horton's the biggest rival in Canada, anyway, to Starbucks, I would say, right? And we're not putting McDonald's up there. No, or, no. Or any the big the, the cafe? Yeah, we're not doing no. that, right?
0: People who get coffee yeah. at McDonald's really, I think, just want a coffee. They don't really need anything fancy. I don't know why they needed to create a whole cafe over it.
1: Yeah, I don't know, I don't know either. Um, that they are they on the uh, fall menu train? I can quickly try to look it up. I'm just wondering because. Well,
0: if they weren't, they will be now.
1: They will be now. That's the thing, right? Do they do? They know though. There's no way they don't. They don't. They're not on to their competition and what launch dates they've got. People that know. And do But do people really care? You mentioned the cold brew. That's why. Because I think Tim Hortons does that well. If I'm not mistaken, the cold brew that they came out with, along with the whole Bieber thing, remember? Oh, yeah. People love that. People love that cold brew. So I wondered if they were going to do a fall one. Um, I can't seem to find whether the fall menu is out for them or not. But I think they follow real closely behind usually.
0: Kat, you are, on our radio show anyway, very, very good at dispensing advice, particularly to people who need advice on their personal life. Would you... In your certified role as a therapist. (laughs) Unofficial. (laughs) er, Ever give this advice to somebody. It doesn't matter if your family and friends don't like the person. Follow your heart. If you like them, go for it. Even if your friends and family don't like them. Mm. Is that good advice? Or if you're hearing it from... From your parents or your sisters and brothers or your best friend, mm-hmm. you should listen to them. What do you think? How do we go this way?
1: Okay, so red flag if you've got multiple people in your life that dislike this person. Because they may be seeing something that you can't see through that fog
0: of love. The love fog. The
1: love fog. So yeah, I would say listen to it, especially if those are people that you respect. If it's one person and something seems off to you, like why do you not like why do you not like me with this person? Maybe they're projecting. You know, like, consider all those things first. And if really you can't figure out why, try to get to the bottom of why, why that is. Maybe there's a reason for it, too. Let's say, for example, you're you're dating someone and you know that person was a slime bag in the past, okay? And I've been, by the way, I've been in this scenario before where I had a friend who is now married with kids, by the way, to a guy that was a fucking scumbag in, <laughs> in high school. Oh, my God. But it has changed. But a lot of people are at first are going to be Really, really skeptical that that this person's changed. Like, they slept around, they did this, they were just a bad overall bad human. But they've changed. But that person has to work really hard to make it known that they've changed. And in this case, they won them over. Really, is a good person now. Fine. But that's not always the case, right? You know, whether it's a once a cheater, always a cheater, or something like that. That they know about. That's where it's hard to shake that for them. But if they're not giving you a real reason as to why they don't like that person, that's when you, I think it's totally fair if you ask the questions, like what is wrong with this?
0: And, and some people just have a stereotype in their head. Like, oh no, you can't date that guy because he's got lots of tattoos and right. tattoo people are wife beaters. Or he's this just for a, a living like that, or that
1: you know? for a living, right? I yes. think what you, ha-
0: what you do for a job, people can judge as well. Dating.com, ask their members and 71%, a very compelling number, claim their friends' opinions have little to no impact on who Mm. they choose to date. Okay. 57% would even be willing to end a friendship Mm. if that person did not like their partner. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if I'm in that situation because I've met most of my girlfriend's friends, but I don't actually know if any of them like me.
1: But she doesn't seem to. It's not like she's trying to figure out whether they like you or not. So obviously she doesn't care.
0: But I would never expect her to ditch a friend that didn't like me. Well, which is basically impossible anyway, but it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a fairy tale. But, you know, like let's go down that fr- hypothetical road. Y-
1: you know what, though? Here's the, here's what I would say to anyone in that predicament, where they they have a friend who's dating someone that they're unsure of. It's happened to me before, okay? Good friend of mine started dating a guy, uh, guy actually, that she used to date. and She dated again. Kind of a similar scenario where it just... It didn't work out for them, but she decided to start dating him again. Was I all for it? No. Did I say anything? Absolutely not. I was supportive. I went out on those double dates with her and this guy. I was positive when she'd say, oh, we're doing this or he's doing that for me. Knowing in the back of my mind that things could go wrong, but I'm going to be a good friend and I'm going to be there for her if they do go wrong. And sure enough, they did. They broke up. But I'm glad I was not that person to be like, are you sure? You know, what were the reasons you broke up to begin with? You know, oh, I don't like the way this guy does that. Or I don't like the way. you got to be careful with stuff like that. Because if they really are a friend, part of that is also help. letting them learn. Letting them discover for themselves if something's right or not. And maybe they'll prove you wrong. So you got to keep that in mind, too. Or you could lose a friendship.
0: Or they prove you right. And then you've got to do the, do I say I told no, you so? Exa- or- well, exactly. <laughs> and that's the
1: scenario I was in. I didn't. I didn't say I told you so. I was just there for her. And I said, it's, it's going to be okay. Plenty of fish in the sea. The whole thing, right? Plenty of fish in the sea. Let's go out. Let's do something.
0: Is there any one person that you think generally people should check with before they make a commitment to someone? Uh, before you move mm-hmm. in, you got to get a, a second opinion. It should be your best friend, your parent, oh. an aunt, your boss. Whom?
1: I mean, look, I, I brought my husband to my parents, not because I needed their opinion, but because he would be, I knew that at that time there was a potential that this guy could be a big part of my life. Would I have listened to any advice that they had if, if something was wrong? Absolutely. So yes and no, I I would never do it being like, what do you think? Should I break up with them? If you are, then maybe you need to ask yourself why you're doing that. But sh- certainly there's people in my life, and I think there's people in everyone's life that they think of, maybe that's parents for you or, a, or an older sibling or, or a cousin or a best friend, where if they didn't like them, maybe you would listen to that or you'd react to that or
0: you'd want to know more. 92% agree that if they were to ask for approval from anyone, it would be their mom. I'm there with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've uh, I've had some great chats with my mom, and it's funny because I feel like she's not upfront with me until the relationship's over. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't want to offend me or second yeah. guess me, but- you know, I get I, that. I've talked to her about people that I'm dating, people that I'm considering dating, and people that I've dated. And she's much more opinionated about the people that I've dated and moved on from than the people I'm dating or- Am interested in dating, so
1: she'll say, "I'll admit I never liked them," or something along those lines. Is that the kind of conversations that you have?
0: Um, to put it nicely, well, I don't know who's listening to this pod. Right, <laughs> so, right. So e- e- along those lines,
1: right? I didn't
0: think they were right for you,
1: and I'm like, "Why the fuck didn't you say that in the beginning?" Then, so if if she had, would that have changed your perspective, though?
0: Probably. You think I so? I trust. There's some people that just know you inside out, almost better than you know yourself. Right. And I feel like moms are moms those people. Are, yeah,
1: moms are up there. Absolutely.
0: Moms can see even when you can't. And and I just feel like if if your mom's got a real strong feeling one way or the other, whether you like what they have to say or not, you should probably listen to your mom. Mm. Yeah. I think anyway. Yeah.
1: Well, again, that's uh, for me. That's one of those people for sure, too.
0: Okay, we got to go. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of After Nine. I can't believe that's time. In fact, we're over already. Wow. Uh, two more episodes to go this week, and then. Um we're on vacation next week. Yeah. We're on vacation next week. Yeah, I know. It's it's very inconvenient for you. It's great for us, though. We love it. I'm pretty stoked. But here's the good news. <laughs> Summertime, we use up our vacations, and then we're going to be back on right after Labor Day, and we're yeah. going to be on straight through for months. Months. Um. On
1: that note, like, I mean, if we had the ability to easily technically do a podcast when we're off, I'm not opposed to it. It's just that it's too hard for Scott and I to be able to connect, especially considering he might be away one day and I'm away. So just know that we have discussed doing podcasts, even on weeks where you're going a week without it. But summer is one of those ones that's just really tough to manage, to figure out. But maybe one day we'll be able to figure out how to do that.
0: People have caught on. Something big is going to happen next week. And the reason I know that is because we're on vacation. Every freaking time we go on vacation, something that I would love to talk always. about on the pod always, always. happens. It happens. Uh, it happens. I'll do one more thing here because I think our podcast listeners or our friends, I know that not everybody who listens to the pod listens to radio mm-hmm. and not everybody who listens to radio listens to the pod. But for those of you that go both ways, <laughs> 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 let let me just run something by you here. We're We're tinkering. With a few different like little formatics on our show. And in the past, we've always done what you need to know, which was like a a three or four minute newscast. And it was all the big stories that are happening in the day. And we've decided that we're going to dial that back a little bit. We're going to shorten it up. And we're just going to give you the basic info, the must-know, so you can start your day. And then if you want to learn more, you can go to our website, or or we might even talk about some of those stories, too, kind of like we do here on After 9. But we've shortened it up, slightly new format. If you noticed and you feel strongly about it one way or the other, either you love it, you hate it, you're into it, you want to see where it goes... Let us know. We'd love your feedback on just about anything that we do.
1: Honestly. And what's, you know what? I'll throw What's Trending into the mix, which hasn't really changed much in the many years that I've done a What's Trending or Trending Now or Now Trending or all the different names that it's been given through the years.
0: Uh-huh. That was a thing. That- we-, we called it one thing and then we switched <laughs> no, we stations switched. and they said exact same thing. Just switch the words <laughs> around.
1: Like, no joke. Why? Like oh, okay, sure. Um, but it really is a kind of a collection of things that are trending, um, more in the celebrity field or entertainment field, kind of like the stuff we did on Diddy and things like that. If there's anything that you like or dislike or you want to hear more, or you would listen to on the radio if you had it. We're always open to the feedback. Really, it's one of those open forum. You're as part of the, just as much a part of the show as we are.
0: One more thing, music. Music! We, we work for a top 40 radio station, and, and we kind of dabble between top 40 and, and the, the hot adult contemporary stuff, and that's where we sort of live with music. But do we play too much? Do we not play enough? Again, we'd love your feedback. We just want to know what you look for in the morning or evening, afternoons, whatever it is, whichever show you listen to. Yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah. So if you listen in the afternoon, if you listen in the evening, whatever your feedback is, just let us know where you listen. I think that's important. If you want to text us, text us 1-833-915-SHOW is our number. Text us. Just let us know where you listen to us. That'd be nice. And your thoughts.
0: And even if it's just once, include your name so that we can put the name. We got all these little fields that we can enter on your text. So we'll just enter your name and what we think of you. No, I'm kidding. Just your name. No. No, no. We'll enter your name once and then it's saved and then you never have to type it again. But we'd love to know who we're talking to because I'll tell you the honest to God truth. If you give us any of your time in a day, whether it's on the podcast or any one of the four radio shows, I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And I consider you a a friend in a way, not one that I've ever met, but certainly someone who is supporting us. So include your name so that we can have those one-on-one conversations. Have a great day, everybody. Enjoy the... uh, Rain? I don't know. Pumpkin, Grass and gardens, Will. Pumpkin spice season? Enjoy your it. PSL in the morning. You
1: wanted it? This is what you got. You wanted PSL early? You get the shit weather with it, too. Congratulations.
0: <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. Bye.